0: It is yet another pleasant Saturday morning. You are on to your most educating, informing, and enlightening weekend delight, NASCO Moments radio show, powered by your foods and household products provider, NASCO Group Nigeria. Now, how many times have you washed your hands today? Every two minutes around the world, a woman dies of cervical cancer. It is the fourth most frequent cancer in women, with an estimated 570,000 new cases in 2018, representing 6.6% of all female cancers. Figures from the World Health Organization, WHO, indicate that approximately 90% of deaths from cervical cancer occurred in low- and middle-income countries. According to experts, these figures are quite unfortunate knowing that this type of cancer can be avoided before it becomes full-blown. On the NASCAR Moments radio show this morning, we will be discussing tackling the health challenge of cervical cancer in women, creating timely awareness on prevention, early detection, and treatment options. Joining us on the conversation is Professor Solomon Sage, a gynecologist and obstetrician with Joss University Teaching Hospital. He is also a lecturer with the University of Joss. Stay tuned as we'll be back after this. I'm Hadun Giang. Bright text, white detergents, bright text. White's white detergent bright text for your brightest
1: wash bright text for your brightest wash bright text Ever since I discovered the secret of BrightX white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright, and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, BrightX. BrightX detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. BrightX white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the BrightX advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright, and clean. For your Brightest Wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the Brightest Wash.
0: Professor Sage, welcome to the Nasko Moment Show.
1: Yeah, thank you very
0: much. Okay, So can you start by defining to the listener what cervical cancer is? Well,
1: cervical cancer is cancer of the neck of the womb. Uh, the womb is the uterus where the baby is housed uh, and... The neck of the womb is that part of the womb that is seen from the vagina, and uh, the area that sort of holds the baby in place when pregnancy is underway. Uh, when there is pregnancy, uh, the the covering of that area can undergo changes. The cells covering those areas can undergo changes, and uh, it is the change in the process of undergoing those changes that you have uh, cells growing abnormally and acquiring the potential to be able to spread to other places and cause disease elsewhere and uh, that of course is what cancer is Uh, but what I've just described in uh, a minute or so can happen over 10 to 20 years. So it does take a very long time for the coverings of, these, uh, uh, the, of this area to undergo the changes. So we have a long time to detect the changes before they become a problem that can actually be cancer.
0: How serious is the challenge of cervical cancer in Nigeria? I
1: is it's a very serious problem. Cervical cancer is the second leading cause. It's the second leading cancer amongst women, and second leading cause of death, also, in terms of cancer mortalities. Uh, if you want to put numbers to it, uh, in Nigeria, between twenty-six and thirty women will die every day from cervical cancer, and uh, this is something that is easily preventable, and that's why it's really a tragedy.
0: What
1: are some of the causes of the disease? Well, by all of course, uh, cancer of the cervix is a sexually transmitted disease. Just as you know, sexually transmitted disease to be. Uh, it is rare among nuns, you know, people, women who have never had sex, you know, hardly ever develop cervical cancer. So, uh, it's a sexually transmitted disease. Uh, we already know that the organism that is transmitted is human papilloma virus, HPV for short, uh, and HPV has several types. Uh, some types will cause several, will cause uh, genital warts, while others will lead to other less severe diseases. But uh, there are the high-risk ones that can cause cancer. So. It's the human papilloma virus uh, that causes cancer.
0: Dr. Sage, what are the signs to look out for in cervical cancer?
1: Well, by way of signs, uh, you may not notice anything. In which case, there may be no signs to see and no... The patients may not have any complaints. But this is when it is in its very early stages. Possibly the stage before Uh, before it progresses to cancer. However, once cancer is there, you may have certain signs, like uh, bleeding during intercourse, uh, vaginal discharge that is uh, offensive or difficult to treat. You are treating, uh, you keep having offensive vaginal discharge over and over, and there can be pain, you know, pain it might be mild pain during intercourse you know and also pelvic pain the pain that might be pain around the waist that the pelvis you know all those are signs of uh, cervical cancer local disease but if it is advanced cervical cancer where the cancer has spread to other parts of the body it might start having more general uh, complaints like uh, the woman not having appetite, uh, not eating well, losing weight, and different things, you know. Of course, they start getting short of blood, anemia, and the rest, all of these are things that, you know, cervical cancer they present with, depending on the stage, like I said.
0: Okay. All right, listener, it's the NASCO Women's radio show. Please join us again right after this.
1: Mama Shakara, this eh? your shabby still is shino <laughs> and how don't fade, how manage? Ah, My sister, now nah, bright text white detergent oh. bright text detergent not the fade cloth at all at all and wash washcloth clean well well it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be You not go chop hand too. No, you not the chop hand though and it good for washing machine too Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now Brightex detergent I'm to use to wash all my clothes now So that I'm going shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from Nasco.
0: For your brightest wash, Brightex
1: Brightex, for the brightest wash
0: Welcome back. This is the Nasco Moment show on radio. Our guest today is Professor Solomon Sagi, a gynecologist and obstetrician with Joss University Teaching Hospital and a lecturer with the University of Joss. We are discussing tackling the health challenge of cervical cancer in women, creating timely awareness on prevention, early detection, and treatment options. Doctor, what are the risk factors of cervical cancer?
1: Well, if you say risk factors, Uh, Since I told you it is a sexually transmitted disease, you of course expect that uh, one of the risk factors would be uh, people uh, beginning to have sex too early, that's early sexual debut. Uh, And of course, those who have multiple sexual partners, you know, uh, or those who have married this, changed, married that, you know, that sort of multiple sexual partners or people who. Are married to men with multiple sexual partners you know so uh, things related to sex it may be that uh, the people who have been using oral contraceptives for a very long time more than five years and the reason why this is so is that sometimes people uh, who use oral contraceptives don't use condom and condom is preventive of sexually transmitted infections including hpv so what it means, of course, is that for those who use condom regularly, it is kind of protective, you know. So another thing is smoking. Uh, people who smoke run the risk of uh, developing cervical cancer and uh, so these are some of the.
0: All right. Now, earlier on, you said it takes a long time uh, for this cancer to develop. Can you describe it to us again so the listener can understand um, what it takes and how the progression is?
1: Thank you very much. That's a good question. Uh, It it may take anywhere from 5 to 15 to almost 20 years to develop. So it's not the kind of cancer that will start today and straight away tomorrow you just say there is cancer like this. No, no, no. It takes time to develop. And what happens is that uh, it starts from an area of the service called the Transformation zone. And that transformation, transformation zone only develops among women who have had children, you know. So, of course, one of the uh, risk factors is people who have many children. So, the more the number of children you have, the higher the likelihood that you can develop cervical cancer. So, the transformation zone is wider in women, amongst women who, have, uh, uh, women who have a wider transformation zone. And it, once there is HPV infection in that area, the body is usually strong enough. The body's immune system is strong enough to clear the HPV infection. But where the body immune system is not as strong or you know, has been affected by one condition or the other, maybe even for some people, HIV, AIDS, you know, amongst whom uh, cervical cancer tends to be more common then you will find that that HPV infection will not clear, it will tend to persist. And it is persistent uh, HPV infection that can lead to the cervical changes we call cervical intraepithelial neoplasia. Those that's the local cervical changes, that's the changes in the covering of the cervix that may lead to cancer. And then this takes a long time. So if these cervical changes can be detected, this is why we ask women to come for screening. Because if we check the cervical changes in the years that these changes can develop to cancer, we can identify those cervical changes and just destroy them. And that's the end of the the process.
0: Now, how often should women avail themselves for screening?
1: Well, screening women should avail themselves for screening every three years. Uh, screening is for women from the age of 25, once they have started having intercourse, uh, from the age of 25 to 65, and every three years, all things being equal. However, if they have been found to have an abnormal abnormality, maybe like a high-grade lesion, that requires treatment, then they'll be having uh, the checks done every year.
0: Okay. Um, can you share with the listener some of the treatment options available for people suffering from this disease?
1: Well, treatment options, uh, if it is the pre-cancerous stages, uh, we can uh, cut off the area, we call that excision, we can excise the area. Uh, or we can destroy the pre-cancerous changes. Both uh, those ones are local destruction, either using cold, which is cryotherapy, or we use heat, which is thermocoagulation, uh, or we use laser, which is laser vaporization. You know, so depending on which uh, system is available in the particular facility. You know so those local, those uh, pre-cervical changes can be destroyed and once they are destroyed, that's the end of the matter. You know and you, then they continue yearly checks. However, if it is cancer, then the earlier the cancer is detected the better. If cancer is detected very early, just by removing the cervix and of course the, the womb if the woman has completed her family size is fine. That's the end of uh, the matter, but of course you will continue to have checks, but if we have cancer that has advanced a little bit, you know, beyond just the very early ones, then we might do what we call extended hysterectomy, you know, and so it means that we can do surgery to remove the things, uh, the uh, abnormality, or we can actually give chemotherapy, that is drugs, to first, uh, to first control the local disease before we remove the uterus or we can use radiotherapy which is a modified form of x-ray to burn off the areas, you know, uh, the treatment we call that radiotherapy.
0: Alright, thank you for listening to the Nasko Moment show today. Uh, it's about cervical cancer and the show is not over yet. Join us right after this.
1: Uh-uh. Mama Shakara, mm. did you see the shino? <laughs> And how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now bright text white detergent. Oh, bright text detergent not the fade cloth at all at all. And the wash clothes clean well well. It gets power to come out all the nyama yama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not know, go chop and too? So? No, you not know the chop and though. And it good for washing machine too. Eh, hmm. Mama Shakara. Me too. Now bright text detergent I go dey use to wash all my clothes now so that
0: I go dey shine shine and sink, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs>
1: Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from Nasco. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash.
0: It's the Nasco Moment Show on radio. Our guest, Professor Solomon Sage, a gynecologist and obstetrician with Joss University Teaching Hospital and a lecturer with the University of Joss, has been sharing his thoughts and experiences on tackling the health challenge of cervical cancer in women, creating timely awareness on prevention, early detection, and treatment options. Uh, so what is the state of facilities uh, for the screening of cervical cancer in Nigeria? Well
1: I would say that uh, it is poor uh, because there is no national program to screen women as we find in most developed countries. So to that much of an extent I would just say it is poor. We, we have facilities scattered here and there. Hospi- not all hospitals have uh, centers that can screen for cervical cancer. And even if they can take the pap mess they may not have the pathologist to read the reports. And so the, the facilities are not really available. That's for the screening for cervical cancer. But if you say JOS, JOS is sort of lucky in this type of situations. that you can you have several places where you can screen. Uh, the women who are HIV-free can screen in jute and can screen in a number of private facilities uh, around. Uh, women with HIV2 can screen in a lot of these facilities. And re- more recently, the PEPFAR program has uh, prioritized screening for cervical cancer among HIV-positive women. And, they are now promoting one of the screening methods which we've not discussed yet which is the screen and treat in which case if you find the lesion just treat it and give them yearly checkup checkups it is using it is visual inspection of the cervix using acetic acid and of course uh, lugol's iodine that's a pretty easy uh, thing to do and we are currently training a number of uh, junior doctors to be able to do carry this out in the various places uh, starting of course in June.
0: okay um in your view do you think there is sufficient awareness on this disease in the country
1: uh, awareness i would say it's not sufficient because we always need to do more regarding awareness uh, in nigeria It's about one in ten women uh, that have currently ever had Perhaps uh, smeared on. So, and even those who are aware, many of them don't go for the test, and if you find out from them, some are afraid of what the result can may be. They don't want to hear anything that is not nice, you know. But, uh, the truth is that uh, regarding cervical screening, once they find an abnormality, then you are the lucky one because it's a simple thing, there they will just destroy the things and then you are spared of having to now develop cervical cancer that may lead to your death. So, I encourage women to go and screen for cervical cancer and because what they are screening for is pre-cancer. The fact that I will say we are screening for cervical cancer is a misnomer. We are screening for cervical pre-cancer. Because the, the thing may be there for up to 20 years, just developing. And any time we find that, that lesion, if we treat it, that's the end of the problem. And a, a large number of women in JOS have had those uh, lesions identified and treated. And this is done every day. So I would want to say, avail yourself with that uh, service and uh, you will be saved.
0: All right. What more can be done to create timely awareness on prevention, early detection, and treatment options?
1: Well, prevention, early detection, and treatment options, uh, basically, there has to be uh, a national program for screening. For prevention, we have to include uh, HPV vaccination in a national program of immunization. This is an essential drug that the WHO has included in the essential drug list for all countries. In the developed world, all children, all young people, uh, nine, nine to, ages nine to 14, have had uh, HPV vaccination done, you know. But in this country, it is being done opportunistically. Those who, spir- Parents have money, will go and buy the medicine, you know, and give their children the vaccine. And this will prevent these children in years to come. It uh, will protect them from cervical cancer. But this should really be for everybody. It should be for everybody. Uh, the HPV vaccination is what is being done all around the world today. A lot of people are taking the vaccines, very effective vaccines. And it can be taken uh, now by anybody aged 9 to 45. Uh, It is far more effective for people who are younger, less than 15, than those who are older. But it is still effective for everybody. As long as you've not had the HPV infection, it will be effective. And even those who have had some HPV infection, it will block other HPV infections that have not been that they've not had, and to that much of extent, it will uh, still be effective. So, what we need is to include the, the HPV vaccination in the national program of immunisation. The government should be encouraged to do that. It is too expensive for the ordinary man to do. Currently, it costs up to maybe twenty-five to thirty thousand naira for you to vaccinate your child and not many people in Nigeria can afford this you know so we just encourage people encourage the government to purchase these vaccines uh, and give to uh, young people you know while they are still in school that will stop the that that in effect will probably just stop cervical cancer and not only cervical cancer any hpv related cancer because HPV does cause cervical cancer, yes, but it causes other cancers as well. It causes vaginal cancers, it causes vulvar cancers, it causes perianal cancers, and it does cause mouth and throat cancers. You know, all these cancers will be prevented among, in people who take the HPV vaccine. So the HPV vaccine is cost-effective and it's a simple strategy, you know, and it's very safe. The issue is cost and government will need to step in here to put this in the national program of immunization.
0: Okay, but any adult who can afford the 30,000 Naira can get the vaccine? Yeah. Alright, so uh, as we conclude this conversation this morning, what final words do you have for the person listening to this program?
1: Well, I'll say uh, cervical cancer uh, is Very easy to detect. That's the cervical pre cancer. It's very easy to detect and treat, and you will be prevented from having cervical cancer. So go and get screened. If you screen, the chances of you having cervical cancer is very low. Because I do screening regularly for women. I can tell you the chances of you finding cervical cancer when it's not that you are bleeding every day, having bleeding after every intercourse and having severe discharge, you know, offensive which is not amenable to treatment and which are signs of disease. And since you've not developed the disease, for you to have uh, cancer, the chances are very, very low. But go and check, you may have the precancerous condition which, is, which goes on quietly. If it's detected at that level, it can be treated easily and you'll be saved from having all those uh, challenges so go and get screened and if you can afford it vaccinate your children and even if you are uh, a full-grown woman and you are concerned about it if you have the money go and get vaccinated
0: okay and on that note uh, we end the nask moment show i've been speaking this morning uh, with professor solomon sage a gynecologist and obstetrician with joss university teaching hospital he's also a lecturer with the university. Thank you very much for offering us this very valuable information this morning.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Okay. Uh, remember, we've been talking on tackling the health challenges of cervical cancer in women, creating timely awareness on prevention, early detection, and treatment options. And I'm sure the listener has benefited from all insights today. Uh, as you have been listening to this program, we'd like to urge you to follow the program on Facebook at Uh, www.facebook.com slash NASCO group or follow the Twitter handle at NASCO group. I would like to encourage you to send your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at NASCO.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805 774-7777. This week on the NASCO Moments trivia, the question is, what is the name of the disorder that occurs when tissues which normally line the uterus grow outside the uterus? Send the correct answer via text to 0805 774 7777 and include your name and location. The NASCO Moments Radio Talk Show has been brought to you by NASCO was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, George Palm and Harun Audu, Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu, Malau Silvanus, and Deborah Kaladima. I'm Hudun Gyan, do join us again next Saturday.